welcome to Coffee and Catholics, a Catholic women's talk show podcast. I'm Stacy, one of your hosts, and with me I have... Hi, I'm Alicia. And I'm Noelle. I'm Annie. And I'm Lauren. All right, so the month of October is also dedicated to the Most Holy Rosary. And so today we're going to be talking a little bit about um, family rosary and family prayer. And we actually struggle in our house to say the rosary. Um, we, we, we've tried doing it at dinner time. We've tried doing it at our nighttime prayer time. Um, what has tended to work best for us right now is saying a decade during school because um, we homeschool. And so that's only been like the past year and a half that we've been able to incorporate the rosary as a family. Um, occasionally we have the opportunity um, to do the rosary as a family for the Respect Life Ministry, but past that we've really struggled. And this has been one that we've been wanting to incorporate. So what are some strategies that you guys use on incorporating the rosary into your prayer life at home, um, personally or with your family, and just family prayer in general? What do you guys do? Fail. <laughs> Second for failing, mostly. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think so. I always had this image in my mind like, we're going to have kids and our house is going to be our church and we're going <laughs> to listen to chant while we pray the rosary all together in Latin. And no, <laughs> sounds not beautiful. at all. That's, that I mean, that's great. If you, if you do that, like, more power to you. But. We um, end up doing the rosary with people jumping all over each other, throwing pillows, fighting, screaming, um, saying they hate prayer. I remember <laughs> one time we were in adoration and we had a holy hour that was dedicated just to our family and people would come in and they'd see our family and they'd turn around and leave. But we would, because we were, we were just noisier, but we know like Jesus says, let the children come to him, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So we go to adoration and one of my kids says, I hate Jesus. And I'm like, what? And I'm looking at Jesus in the monstrance and I'm like, do I spank her? Are you going to do something about this? Like, I don't know what to do. And so I just was like, forgive her. She knows not what she does. I don't know what to do. So, um, and she's just, you know, testing me. But, um, one of the things that has really helped is just being consistent because I always gave up whenever we were trying to do family prayer, I would just quit because I get so mad and so frustrated but now the kids know now since we've been doing it as kind of part of work where we we're live streaming and we're monitoring the live stream every night at eight o'clock um now they know that's rosary time and even if they're fighting and they're crying and they don't want to pray the rosary or whatever they're used to that as part of their day now and that has helped so much from you know rather than me randomly saying like, okay guys, now let's pray a rosary and <laughs> they're crying and stuff. And my husband also talks a lot about it. Like this is our weapon guys. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, the most powerful weapon that we have. So then they know it's meaningful. It's not just mom and dad being a pain and making you, you know, sit down <laughs> and, and pray for 20 minutes or whatever. It, this is a powerful prayer and it's going to save souls and, um, and then one other thing is we watched, uh, 
the day the sun danced. Have you seen that movie about Fatima, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, where the kids are praying the rosary? And our kids love this movie, but it's it's about the Is apparition this the cartoon of Fatima. One? The cartoon okay, yes, one, so. mm -hmm. yeah, the cartoon yeah. one. Um, where they've seen it, and and they see the kids praying the rosary, and they see, you know, that Mary appeared to them, and so then they can kind of connect it to that power, and that that's been really helpful. Um, so yeah, that's kind of our. <laughs> Our story, mm -hmm. our experience is uh, a lot like uh, Noel's in that um, there's a lot of climbing on top of each other, and uh, the Respect Life group um, has a Facebook Live, as Noel mentioned, um, that we lead in, and so everybody can see them climbing all over each and other. Our kids love that. Our kids love watching other and kids, our kids pray kids the rosary. Love watching your kids, <laughs> and then we take video of our kids laughing and send it to them. <laughs> <laughs> amusing um <laughs> but um i think for our family something that's been very important is uh well one the consistency but also that it's the whole family it's not just me and the kids like yeah and having it during the homeschool day and some of that is um it helps um and in some in some ways like to just be able to fit it in but for us to be able to pray together as a whole family after my you know after daddy's back at home from work um especially having boys and having my husband lead um i mean because he leads better than i do anyways um, but he you know having him be that um yeah. be that spiritual leader um for our family and um kind of take that take charge of that role because during the day um they see you know we you know we talk about jesus all day and i'll, I'll have them like color a rosary page together and coloring the coloring pages really has helped um my squirrely six-year-old as well um but um for the consistency aspect of it having my husband really be the one who who shows them that this is an important part of our lives that it's not just something we we do because mommy makes you and they listen to us rant all day so it's nice to have the change of pace kind of in the evening <laughs> yeah. see i kind of struggle a little bit like you guys are talking about like you have your kids sit down at a set time and you make them pray with you like i struggle with that like and i think maybe it comes like i don't think if there's anything wrong with it it's just like i think it comes maybe from my agnostic background yeah and like you know, I, if anybody talked about Jesus, I was like, oh, you're shoving your beliefs down my throat. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, you know, talking even to, you know, people that I know and family members that I know who, um, you know, don't have a faith background. Like it feels that way. Like, you know, I, I like to talk about my faith because it's a huge part of my life. But when I talk about it, it seems like, you know, mm -hmm. they're thinking like, oh, there she goes again. Aww. And so like I look at my kids and I don't want them to feel that way. Like yeah. I don't want yeah. them to think, you know, like prayer is something that's like this forced thing that mom mm -hmm. makes me do. And so I struggle with that a little bit. So I'm trying to find like a middle ground, I guess. Like I want them, I don't know, like I want to teach my kids and I'm sure you guys are the same, but like I want to teach my kids not only that like, you know, this is this is, you know, you, you can have set prayer times, you pray throughout the day kind of a thing, because I'm better at praying, I'm okay at praying throughout the day about things. I'm pretty bad about having set prayer times. <laughs> like, I, I yeah. like to set that goal, and then I get busy in the morning, we don't do our morning prayers and all that, but, like, I, I struggle with that, because, like, I also, I also want to teach them, like, a love of prayer, mm -hmm. you know, which, like, you know, I'm, I'm not great at that either. Um, I struggle with you know, praying consistently because 
there's other things that I could do. And, <laughs> sure. I can you know, like, I don't yeah. always feel like it. And, yeah. you know, I, I realized over time that prayer isn't about how you feel. It's, you right. know, it's right. not something necessarily that you're getting out of it. It's something that you're giving to God. Mm-hmm. You're giving him that time and stuff, but you will innately get something out of it. But anyways, like, I just, I struggle with, you know, with that because I really want my kids to love God. I want them to have a love of having a relationship with them. And so I worry that if I force my kids to sit down and pray with me and pray the rosary and stuff, then that's going to turn them away from God. And so I don't know, like, what do I you guys think? Like? I think it's about, um, it's guiding them through it. Like that's just the, the rosary is one way mm-hmm. that you can mm-hmm. guide them in prayer, like that we can pray and that, and teaching them that is one way you can guide them in prayer. And that, um, you know, just like, you know, when, when Jesus, you know, taught the our father like that you know he he was guiding them this is how we pray and so as parents we can show them these different ways um it's not i don't think it's necessarily that you're forcing your kids to pray especially with young kids they need to see that we are we can pray together and you know when two or three are gathered in his name um, you know, I don't remember the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, there he is. There, there he is. is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, something about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it sinks. It sinks in to with them. Like this past over Christmas break, Fulton, my youngest, had a febrile seizure, and I had never been through that with any of my children before. But he turned blue and he went limp in my arms, and I called nine one one. My husband wasn't home, and every single one of my kids dropped to their knees and started praying oh, for him. And it was, you know, and it was like some, some were praying the Hail Mary, some were like, "Please don't let our brother die," you know. And it was just, <laughs> you know, all of these different um, their their own interpretation. Of of that moment and how to pray, but they all knew that prayer was powerful. And I think that if that's the only thing that we can instill right. is like the prayer, yeah. you can always turn to your father. He is always listening to you, whether that's okay. We're sitting down at this time or whether it's just kind of throughout the day, like, well, did you pray about it? Or, you know, I'm praying for you to feel better. Or you had a nightmare. Let's pray, you know, that you'll have some good dreams. Just incorporating just, yeah, it into just, your everyday life. Yeah. Just as, as part of, warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think because the rosary is such a powerful prayer that a lot of people, and, and Our Lady told us that we should pray it every day. I think sometimes we feel like that's what where we what we have to do. And our family prayer time, starting out as a new family, is just bedtime prayer. All we said is Our Father, Hail Mary. And then our, we, as the kids got older and could talk, we started adding in, in intentions. So I, we do that every night before the kids go to bed. We do prayers with my husband, and then he goes and does his thing, and then I read to the kids and sing to the kids, and, we go, and they go to you know, get them as part of our bedtime routine. Mm-hmm. So we do prayer together, and then we finish up our bedtime routine. Um, and, you know, it's not the rosary, it's, but... Those are prayers of the rosary, right. and so they're they're stepping. You know, there's you don't have to jump in. It's not an all or nothing. You can just start small. Start with start with a. Oh, we're gonna say the Our Father together at mealtime, or we're gonna say a Hail Mary before I kiss you goodnight, or we're gonna say, you know, and then we build on that. Um, I know, like the kids picked up at school. Every time they hear a siren, they say a Hail Mary. And so, you know, sometimes I'm, I might not even notice. And they're like, I heard a fire truck. We need to say Hail Mary. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And so then we stop what we're doing and we do that. Um, we have struggled putting in a rosary. You know, the, it does take a while and they are little. So that's why we're, you know, we have those stepping stools. And now we're starting with a decade. Yeah. 
yeah. and mm-hmm. then you just you build up to it and I think that's a good strategy for them to learn for life you know mm-hmm. don't you don't have to bite off more than you can chew right away yeah well see and that's why like I I texted Stacy the other night yesterday day before something like yeah. that yeah. and I asked her I was like hey you know I really want to incorporate family prayer we've struggled we you know fell off the wagon many a time and uh you know like what do you guys do I want to get examples from other parents and she told me that and I was like okay you know that's kind of what I was thinking was just starting small well my husband and I both like we say a rosary um each one of us our own rosary is like almost every day and um and so it just seemed like you know doing I feel bad for saying this maybe but like doing another rosary was just like (laughs) I don't know. Felt like too much. I don't know. Like I just wanted something a little different. So we, you know, settled on the uh, Divine Mercy Chaplet. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so we'll, we're doing like just a section of it. Like yesterday we just did like the first part of it. And then today we just did one decade, which, you know, Divine Mercy Chapels, they take like a minute to do a decade. Um, and then just like the personal intentions. But, you know, with that or whatever relating to that, like I'm kind of, I'm hoping that and I'm praying And if we, you know, start small, like you're talking about and, you know, just have, you know, make the kids sit there with us, but they don't have to say a personal intention and stuff, but they know that it's, this is, this is how you have a relationship with God. This is how you connect with God is to talk to him and stuff like that. Like, you know, I'm hoping that'll instill in them, you know, this isn't something that you're forced to do. This isn't something that, you know, you're necessarily obligated to do. And that's why you do it. It's because you do it for the love of Christ, because he loves you. And one of the things I was also thinking about when I was thinking about this topic recently, because you had text messaged me, and it was a topic that was kind of out there anyways, that um, family doesn't necessarily have to be your immediate family either. Um, Like in college, my little brother, you know, I was on my way out of college. My little brother was coming in, so there was like a year where we were in college together. And... um, like I, he was in a fraternity house. I would go over to the fraternity house during Advent, and we would do the Advent wreath every night. I would go over to the fraternity house. And some nights, some of the other Catholic guys would join us. Some nights, some of the non-Catholic guys would join us. And, you know, it was just, and sometimes it was just my brother and I. But it was just, you know, being that witness and showing that relationship so like, even if you don't have like children, it doesn't have to be your children. It could be your best friend. Hey, let's say a rosary together. Hey, um, let's text each other after we do our morning prayers and, and our reflections and encourage each other to do that. You know, family prayer doesn't necessarily have to be, I guess it's more communal prayer, I guess, in a way. Right. I think that... Um for me, it, the rosary has been a way that can kind of come together in prayer, like you said, like with a friend or something. When, when Jamie and I were first dating, we um, had some long distance times where I was in school or he was in a different city. And um, and we would have a time where we would both pray the rosary, not necessarily like over the phone or anything. We're like we'd go to the chapel and like we'd both pray the rosary at the same time. And that was a way that we could pray together without being together. And it's just, it's a... It, it brings people together who are through or gathered. Mm-hmm. There he is. <laughs> and it's, um, you know, that's really strong. Like, it's when we have more than one of us with that same um, goal in mind, like when we're, you know, we're praying, there, there's power in that. And um, when, um, when my dad was dying, we, my family was standing around his bedside, and we could tell that he was nearing the end. And um, 
there there was there was a history there of um, my parents were divorced at that time and but she, but everybody was there and we were praying that we prayed the rosary together we knew that the things were getting closer we were praying the rosary together and um, he took his last breath during the Our Father and you could there was the, the stillness um, but we, we you know again that that praying together don't always we couldn't know what else to say at that time right um but being together in that way and having a way to um express our you know our love for god and like trying to guide him it was it was just really beautiful it was it was a very peaceful passing that's awesome that's and just one quick kind of an aside i'm sure lauren has so many great things to say about prayer but um, one of the things that we hear a lot about the rosary is, oh, I don't like to pray the rosary. It's too repetitive. But the, the reason why it's repetitive is to draw you into reflection. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. only by the third decade that all of a sudden I'll start to feel maybe peace. Like if my <laughs> husband and I are fighting and I start to pray the rosary and I'm all cranky and I'm like, Lord, you need to show him <laughs> like why he's wrong. But then by the third decade, I, I've calmed down and I'm reflecting on the life of Christ. And it's, it's no more repetitive than, God, give me this. God, do this for me. God, I need this. You know, all of our grocery lists of all the things we want God to do in our life. But this is, this is relationship building is what the rosary is. And I think too, um, it really helps to know what the church teaches about prayer. Um, the fourth section of the catechism, if you haven't read it, it's incredible. Um, it teaches you the, almost the nuts and bolts, kind of the biology of prayer. Uh, prayer, and this is something that I think helps would help draw our kids in, is to understand that prayer is not an initiation. It's not something that you take an action. It's a response. Right. All around you, the conversation, and it, it's joining a conversation that you are, were, were always meant to be a part of from the second you were conceived. And it's going on all around you in the heavenly places where we dwell with God as believers. We're here on this earth in this kind of other place and space. But all around us are angels and the prayers of heaven. We could reach out and touch them if we could see them or perceive them with our senses, but we aren't built that way right now. So prayer is the way we join that conversation. That is a a responding to God who is already reaching out to you. Mm -hmm. So when you sit down with your kids, you're just simply answering a question. You're not starting a conversation. Does that make sense? He's Mm -hmm. already reaching out. He's already saying, come to me, so that you can become what you were created to be. And it's like you said, that was beautiful. Saints tell us the rosary is not, you don't say the rosary, that drives me nuts. (laughs) Oh my gosh, soapbox. Most of the people that that are saying their rosary daily are not even praying. Okay, mm-hmm. we pray the rosary, okay? Mm-hmm. And that means we're entering into the conversation. We're entering into divine meditation on the life of Christ and on the gospel and letting it transform us. This is a, an exchange. Every time we go to God in prayer, it's an exchange. And, and that's why it's so important, and that's why the enemy fights so hard to get us to not do it. Because whether or not we want to be changed, it happens when we enter in. Heaven touches earth mm. when we pray with mm. our children. Every single time, even if they're screaming, even if they're <laughs> fighting. And that's what's so great about it is that it really isn't about us because this is just something that God's doing on them and in them. <laughs> you just bring them to the altar, you know. Yep. And mm-hmm. so I think just knowing what the saints say about prayer, um, the rosary is, there are three 
categories of prayer, um, in, you know, as detailed. It's sort of like summing up all the things that all the different saints have said in their own different little way into three little basic. Vocal prayer is what the rosary is. Okay, so it's prayer that we say out loud with words prescribed by someone else to lead us into meditation, to hopefully lead us into mental prayer, which mm -hmm. is that deep connection with God where we're letting him. So like, yeah, it's not supposed to be said just willy-nilly. I mean, John Paul II said, hey, give me one good decade that's mm -hmm. really meditative and really united mm -hmm. with Christ. I'd take that over a quickly said, I mean, this is St. John Paul II, y'all, <laughs> from the right. of the horse himself, you know? So I, I think it is about connect. I love that you said that, just facilitating that connection with God that is always being sought by God and letting him see. I think, too, if you want God to love, you know you want your kids to love God, and you're like, I don't want them to say it. That feels bad to me. My background says that's wrong. You know, there's something in me that's kicking against that. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that when you pray it with love, they learn how to love by watching you. Mm -hmm. And when you cry out to Jesus all throughout your day, and when you get on your knees or you open your Bible, they're watching. Yeah, They're seeing that that is how I respond to crisis. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, I think, oh my gosh, you said so many beautiful things that I was just like, oh, give me goosebumps. It's just very goosebumps. close to my heart. This is what we yeah. do in my ministry. So th this is just something that... Yeah. It's, it's like an open door. You open the door, I'm going to run through it. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, and like one of the things I think about, like when I think about, you know, my kid, why I'm wanting my kids to love prayer and I, I, I want to love prayer more and I want, you know, husband and, you know, our whole family to be a part of this is like, you know, oftentimes when I do that, like, you know, I feel the feelings and I have to kind of remind myself it, it's hard for me because like I'm, I'm a, I've always been a very feelings based person. Mm -hmm. um, more so in the past than I am now. I've gotten better about it, but it's, you know, I kind of have a background of, you know, if I didn't have a feeling about this and a very intense feeling, then I needed to somehow get that drama back. It was like all, you know, kind of that drama. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if I don't feel like praying, then, well, you know, watching this video is drawing more emotion. So oh, that's okay. what I do. And um, it's something that I have to fight against. But like, I just have to try to remind myself, like it's like love is not a feeling. Like you, it comes with feelings often. And there are different kinds of love and different kinds of feelings associated with it. But in and of itself, like love is not a feeling. It is a choice mm -hmm. that you make and an action that you make. And so when you're talking about praying the rosary or praying any kind of prayer with family or by yourself, like it's, it's making that choice and saying, you know, I'm sacrificing what I really want to do right now, which is be entertained or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever else so that I can connect and answer your call um, because I want that relationship with you. So that's obedience yeah. and obedience brings fruit and virtue and mm -hmm. he's transforming you. Yes. Every time we say no, those little no's transforms us the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, you're either going forward or backward. There is no stagnating mm -hmm. in the spiritual life. It just can't exist. Mm -hmm. We aren't made that way. We're just, our souls aren't designed that way. Mm -hmm. So every time that you know we say yes, we make a little more space for Jesus to mm -hmm. move, and then he's able to transfigure, transplant. I love the word that St. Elizabeth of the Trinity uses. I use it all the time because I love it. And implanting. He is able to imprint himself on our souls. It's like a stamp. And the more room we give him, the harder he can imprint. And we walk mm -hmm. away from that. Suddenly, the thing that we struggled with before, we felt so attached to, doesn't hurt as much. Mm -hmm. Why? Why is that? Why is it so much easier? 
it's not because we're better people. It's because he's being given more room to move. Yeah. And he's, impl- he's imprinting. And that's, that's how we become saints. Yeah. That's well, divinization right there. And when you're saying, like, you know, our prayer is entering, it's our response mm-hmm. to something that's already been initiated. Um, I think, too, we forget we can ask for the desire to pray. Yes. So many times I'll sit there and just feel really dry in the spiritual dryness and like, Lord, please give me the desire to pray. I don't feel like praying right now. I don't want to pray. You know, my kids are driving me crazy or whatever. Give them the desire to pray, whatever. And, and I think that that's a good thing to just to know. We don't have to do this by ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that while yes it's not necessarily sometimes in spiritual combat by dom lorenzo scapoli he talks about how um sometimes god withdraws the feelings part to see if we're still going to be faithful and so yes while it's not necessarily always feelings we can still come to him and say lord i i want to be with you please you know fill me with that desire to be with you because i'm struggling right now you know in the same way that i would say to my husband you know if if we're we've had a fight or we're not feeling in love like I could say to him, you know, I, I want to make this work. Like, help me out here. Let's, let's have a conversation about this. And he would very openly, you know, be willing to talk about it versus if I'm like, I don't love him anymore. And I just kind of run away or yeah, something, you know? Open. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, and, and what you were saying, Lauren, about, you know, like him imprinting himself on us and making that room. Like I do find it. I find that I have, I'm more at peace and I'm more joyful in life when I am praying like mm-hmm. daily, like specifically the rosary. Cause like I had some, a time where I was, I did a couple of 54 day rosary and novenas um, in a row. And then I didn't really know what to pray for. So I was just like, I'll pray a rosary at night. Well, I didn't have a specific purpose for it. And I got felt dry and like my first, you know, rosary novena that I said was like really intense. And then the second one, there was like, you know, amazing things that were happening and like reflecting on the life of Jesus. I was just like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I don't know, just all these revelations, you know, and everything were coming to me. And then when I stopped doing that and I was just doing the, you know, rosary every night to say the rosary, it was dry and I didn't feel it anymore. And so I just stopped. But I realized, like, I wasn't, I don't know, I didn't have that same connection with God. Like, I didn't have that same peace that I had before. And when I started saying it again, like, it started coming back slowly. Like, and it's not, like, an intense emotion or anything. It's just a, even when things are going horribly wrong, like, there's still, like, this kind of foundation Mm -hmm. of peace there. That's really beautiful, and I love that. I heard this example one time, like, you, you can go out in the sun and you could put all kinds of block on, and your skin is, there's still a change there from mm-hmm. the sun's rays. And so just putting ourselves in the presence of yeah. God, there will be a change, yes. even if we don't notice it yet, and even if we put all kinds of block up, the rosary in particular, um, since we're that's our focus for this specific podcast, um, is powerful whether we realize its power while we're praying it mm-hmm. or not. Um, there will be a change there. There will be um, a response of grace there. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's a comfort, you know, that even if we feel like we're doing something out of an obligation or, or we're not that into or distracted, um, that it will still be powerful in our lives. Yeah. I agree. Um, so family prayer is really just being an example of showing our children that our relationship 
with God so they can start developing their own relationship with God and knowing that they can talk to him um, freely and openly. It doesn't have to be big. And you just start small and work your way up to where you, you feel you want your family to be. And as always, thank you for joining us. Thanks. Thank you. Join us again in two weeks for episode eight when we discuss charitable discourse. Until then, may God bless you and may Mary accompany you.